All this week on 10 Minute Food Truck Training, I'm talking about laying the foundation for building your very own food truck fleet. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group and all this week I'm preparing you to grow your business beyond a single vehicle. As with anything, we have to start with the foundation of your business and that foundation is financial based. Nothing else in your food business matters until you understand your own numbers. And I'm talking about labor costs, food costs, insurance, propane, gasoline, licenses, credit card processing, everything, every expense, you have to understand it down to the penny. No matter how great your service is, no matter how great your food is, if you can't put money in the bank, your business is on a slow walk to failure. And I hate to break that to you, so I'm going to give you a wake-up call. If your goal for today is to generate enough cash to buy food for tomorrow and maybe pay a bill or two that's due today, you have a problem. Your food business is living off of cash flow. Cash flow is the amount of money coming from your guests that ends up in your bank account. Positive cash flow means that the business is paying for all of its own expenses, and I do mean all of its own expenses, Plus, it's paying you as the owner something, some type of salary, some type of draw against the business, but you're getting paid something. That means you as the owner are not putting any of your personal money into the business. And it also means that there's money in the bank account for emergencies and for ongoing expenses like repairs or to replace marketing materials. Anything short of that and your cash flow is negative meaning not enough money is coming in compared to what must be going out to keep the business operating. If you have created a situation where you're living for today's sales to pay today's bills, you don't have a business. And if you've ever noticed, I never talk in general or generic retail accounting terms. Anywhere that you can listen to my videos, you can read anything I've written, you've listened to any of the podcasts, You'll never hear me say COGS. COGS means cost of goods sold. You'll also never hear me say overhead. Both are inspecific and both are not food business terms. They are generic accounting terms. We in the food business have food costs, paper costs, labor costs. Each of those things has a budget. And we have all other different kind of costs and expenses. And each one of those has a specific amount associated with it. You don't just lump it all together and say overhead. Overhead is in specific. In order for you to have a business, you need to be verifying your budget, meaning you're sitting down and planning out how much you're going to spend on each of those different items. And then when those bills come due, you're comparing what you said you were going to spend with what you're actually having to write the check out for. And you need to do this on a consistent and frequent basis. And I recommend you do it weekly. 
So that means you are taking an inventory. You are verifying what you actually used in your food matches up with what you said you actually sold. And that that usage is comparable to what you expected when you wrote your recipes. If it's not comparable, that means you have a waste problem, a theft problem, a cashier problem. You have some type of problem. But if you're not comparing those numbers, you don't know about that problem until it's too late. The word overhead, it's a junk catch-all term. It sounds all official and sounds very much like an accountant would say it, but I can promise you in my entire 43 and a half years doing this business, we in the restaurant industry, in the food truck industry, did not ever say overhead. You know why? Because we have to pay specific bills. You don't have a bill that's called overhead. You have an electric bill. You have a propane bill. You have a gasoline bill. You have licenses. You have insurance. You have cell phone. You have commissary. You have rental equipment. All of those things have a name. And it's a specific name with a specific amount. You have to know those. You don't just lump it all together and say, yep, that's overhead. And you got to remember, I worked for big chains. I wasn't somebody that developed my own mom and pop restaurant and just worked it out as I went along. I was trained by people, people from the 60s and 70s and 80s, people that started chains like Dave Thomas or Pat Ross or Ed Arndt. Those people are the ones that taught me how to do a profit and loss statement for a restaurant. And they taught me all the way down to, I knew how much money was going in the bank for that particular restaurant that I was in charge of. We never in any meeting ever talked about COGS. We never in any meeting ever said, how's y'all's overhead? Those things never got talked about. We talked about specifics. We talked about food costs, paper costs, labor costs. We talked about our utilities. We talked about how much our cleaning supplies were, how much our expenses were on uniforms. We talked about the specific item and how much it cost us. You have to know those as a business owner. If you start lumping stuff together under, under generic terms, you don't have control of the finances of your business. You don't have a foundation. All you're doing is crossing your fingers and hoping that enough sales come in today to pay whatever's due today and maybe whatever's due tomorrow. That's not a business. In my hot dog cart, a single man operation. I was the only person ran it, only person that worked it, only person I was responsible to was me. And every week I ran a full PL on what I did on that hot dog cart or on that hot dog trailer. A full PL down to exactly how much money I had going into the bank. And I knew exactly how much I was spending on each individual item, and nothing was lumped together as cogs. Nothing was lumped together as overhead. Every week that I looked at that P&L, I had two questions. How can I get more sales coming into my business? And how can I wring more profit out of the sales that are already coming in? I had to know specifically how I could improve those things. But when you lump it together as overhead, how do you improve overhead? Think about that. How do you improve overhead? Oh, wait, you'll say, well, you can do it. I'm making sure you're spending less gasoline. Gasoline is a specific term, so why are you talking about overhead? How can I use less gasoline? How can I use less propane? How can I be more efficient with my labor? How can I not waste as much food? Those are specific things. You run a business with specifics. You don't run a business where you sell cogs and you sell overhead. This is a nickel and dime business, and once you understand it's a nickel and dime business. You can make more 
dollars. So every day when I went out in my hot dog cart, I had a daily goal that was based on two things. First and foremost was my break-even point. And you guys have heard me talk about the break-even point many, many times. The break-even point is the point in your sales where all the bills, all the expenses have been paid, which could include your own salary. And that means the very next dollar above that point becomes part profit but you gotta know the exact break-even point. So my goal back in the day was about $117 a day to break even. So if I went out and only did 100 bucks, I was $17 short. That $17 had to be added to the next day that I went out. So now I need to do $134 so that I can get back to broken even. I've paid all the expenses for those two particular days now, but I knew exactly what it took to pay all the bills. So that's one thing that I knew. I knew my break even. I had to hit that so that way my business was not negative cash flow. So that I as a person was not having to put money into the business to keep it floating. Other goal that I had was based on my service. And that particular goal was based on what I could reasonably handle on my hot dog cart accounting for three things. Cooking capacity, storage capacity, and then my own ability to handle guests. Didn't matter what I wanted to do, what mattered is what I could do. What mattered is how much food my cart could cook at one time, and what mattered was how much food I could store on the cart and the van that I was using to store food in. And then my own ability to service my guests. I always recommend everyone to have a goal of one minute guest service. That means every hour you could handle 60 people. When I was working on my hot dog cart and working by myself, my personal goal was to handle one person every two minutes. Take the order, make the food, hand it out, tell them to have a great day. So that meant I could take 30 orders per hour. I was not unreasonable thinking that I could take 60 orders an hour for the two or three hours that I was out there because what happens is you start to slow down. So I didn't want to set an unreasonable goal. I set a reasonable goal. I wanted to do 30 people per hour that I was open. Typically I would be open three hours, so that meant I wanted to serve 90 people. Take that 90 people times whatever my average check was at the point would put me well over that $117 I needed to break even. So I had the break even goal. That made sure that I was paying all of my bills all the time. And then I had the goal that was based on my abilities and the limitations of the cart or the trailer. I wanted to hit those goals so I could go home feeling good about what I had done. And of course those goals, hitting the second goal, the secondary goal, meant that I was putting money into the bank as long as I adhered to my budget. So every week I would do a full P&L and see what I'd actually done. So your foundation has to be financially bound and it has to be bound with real numbers and real account names Nothing generic, nothing lumped together and called COGS, nothing lumped together and called overhead. You need to know to the penny how much it costs you per day to replace your licenses for next year, how much to the penny it costs you per day in gasoline to make your circuit, to pick up all your food and to tow your vehicle wherever you're going to tow it. You need to know how much propane you're going to consume. You need to figure those things out. I have a spreadsheet on my Facebook group that'll help you Determine your break-even point, but you've got to know that and you've got to set that as a minimum goal every day that you go out. And if you don't hit that minimum goal, whatever the difference is has to be carried over to the next day. 
and then after you have that foundation that's built on your break even you've got to understand what your speed of service can handle reasonably not what you think you can do but what you can reasonably do and expect and then you need to market to that goal for me it was one order every two minutes 30 guests an hour 90 people total for the three-hour service that I was out. That meant I had to market to get 90 people to come to my business every single day that I was out. That's what you have to do. What is that goal that's going to put money into the bank and pay all the bills? And how many people does it take based on your average check? You have to know that number. And when you don't hit it today, whatever the difference is has to be added to tomorrow. So you have to work doubly hard to get those numbers back in line. Otherwise, you'll find yourself with a negative cash flow. Tomorrow, we're going to go over more things about how to set up that foundation and get yourself prepared to grow into a second truck. And you can't grow into a second truck until the first one is really, really profitable. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider hitting the support button. Every little bit does help. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, please do so. It's called Food Truck Training. We have all kinds of like-minded, helpful people there to help you to grow your business. And there's all kinds of job aids and videos, all kinds of stuff to help you with your business. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow.